Yo, this is episode 48. Thank you for being here. Quick business. Go to patreon.com slash OTWD for unreleased episodes. Get you some stickers. Yada, yada, yada. At GVDZ double OKS on Instagram and Twitter, as well as Facebook at OTWD podcast on Instagram. On the way down.net for the YouTube page. Please subscribe and be sure to send your mother my warmest of regards. All right, play the theme music. Let's go. The gypsy woman told my mother before I was born. I got a boy charge coming. He's gonna be a son of a gun. He's gonna make pretty women jump and shout. Then the world wanna know what this all about. Gadzooks is a great name. On the way down means jumping off the cliffs and building your wings on the way down. Right? That sounds like some bullshit. You Irish son of a bitch. That's when people are stunned. Say yes. like Gadzooks. That's a gateway drug. My third eye open. I was like, Gadzooks is not a bad name. It's beginning to look a lot like I should have gone to therapy years ago. No. Uh. Well, yes, but no. Um. The holidays are here. The holidays are here. Winter has arrived. It's dark. It's dreary, it's gloomy, it's cold, it's wet. And you know what that means. It means that I and many, many people like me are more prone to uh, to kill ourselves. But hey, you know, no, things are good. Things are good. Um, things are good at the moment. I mean, I, you know, motherfucking win the lottery or nothing. It's not like lottery good, but it's not bad. It's not bad. If you also get more depressed in the winter and you need someone to talk to, um, I mean, don't don't call me. I got no answer for you. I, 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 got, I got nothing for you, baby. But I'm sure someone in your life is willing to listen to you, to lend an ear to your grievances, or your belly aching. But I hope everyone's well. I hope those of you who enjoy your family members are excited at the prospect of being able to see them pretty soon, maybe share a meal around a, a bountiful table, in honor of the baby Jesus, or, or, or whichever baby, whichever baby or, or, or deity or fictional character serves as the face of the cult that you've been indoctrinated by, whichever one, I hope you're looking forward to spending time with your family if you enjoy them. And you know, if you don't, if you, if you don't particularly care for the family you have, then let this be the first year that you say fuck it and just don't hang out with them. You don't got to, baby. You don't. You really don't. And if you feel guilty about it, that's also a choice. So let this be the year you grab your balls or, or whatever you got down there and tell that group of bottom-feeding, soul-sucking, energy-depleting life pariahs that you call a family, happy holidays, but no thank you. Happy holidays, but no thank you. Happy holidays, see you never. No longer will we be pressured to spend our holidays, our holidays, it's all of our holidays. We only get one a year, well not one holiday, we only get one Christmas a year, we only get one Thanksgiving a year. No longer will we spend that one Thanksgiving a year, that one Christmas a year, with people who don't uplift us. With people we share blood with, but nothing else. No longer. Take your power back. Man, I'm a motherfucking motivational speaker over here. I'm the Tony Robbins of dysfunctional families. Hi, right, this is Tony Robbins. This holiday season, tell your family to fuck off and do whatever you want to do instead. Happy holidays. 
That's how Tony Robbins talks. If you ever heard heard of Tony Robbins, he talks really deep and with a slight lisp, like his mouth is always full. I'm probably exaggerating a tad. Like no disrespect, Tony Robbins, but I'm supposed to take you serious with that face. That's your face, and I'm supposed to respect you. Also, that's the voice that comes with that face. No thanks. No thanks. There was really no reason to shit on Tony Robbins right now. Any place where you're feeling angst, stress, frustration, anger, hurt, sadness, that is a call to grow. And the pain will stay until you get the lesson. That's how it works. And by the way, there are lots of unjust things. How many have plenty of unjust people, situations, situations in your life, regardless of your gender or your color, your background, your sexual preference, but it doesn't have to feel that way to you anymore. (laughs) I tried to hold it together to the end. I like how we went up on feel. It doesn't have to feel that way. (laughs) Oh, shit. Who needs friends when I have a microphone and Instagram? Who needs friends when I have Tony Robbins? Jesus Christ. Hey, thanks, Tony Robbins. That was very, very inspiring. But question, is that your face? Or you got a billion dollars in the bank? Buy a new face. Buy a new face. I think that's the title of this episode already. I think we already found it. Episode 48, Buy a New Face. (laughs) Let's listen to another one. Most people want to give when it's easy. That won't make you grow. Wait, is this motherfucker crying? Two families when I have no money. Wait, I'm sorry. I, I must pause this. Uh, apparently can't. Tony Robbins, let me put... I really wish you could see what I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at a, a picture of Tony Robbins' face, and he's crying. You ever seen a giant cry? I have. Ten seconds ago, the answer was no. I'm screenshotting. Screen capped. I'll go ahead and put that on my uh, stories once this episode comes out. Man, Tony Robbins look like something else. This motherfucker otherworldly. Let's finish this video. If you won't give a dime out of a dollar, you're not going to get a million out of ten or a hundred million out of a billion. There's he no fucked up his words win. right there. You heard that? If you won't get a dime out of a dollar, you won't get a million. I'm just get, get a what now? I'm sorry. Get of a million? Get of a million of a million? Is that a new number, Tony Robbins? Is that giant currency, Tony Robbins? This motherfucker's so rich, he has a vermillion dollars. Let's keep going. Matter of fact, matter of fact, we're gonna run it back. Oh, who's that? Y'all have two voices. Those people want to give when it's easy. Y'all have two voices. Yeah, Tony Robbins has one voice, and I don't like it. Most people want to give when it's easy. That won't make you grow. I fed two families when I had no money. I did four, and then eight. I've been doing this since I was 17. <laughs> He's crying, by the way. If you won't give a dime out of a dollar, you're not going to get a million out of 10 or 100 million out of a billion. There's no time to wait. If you really want your life to change, <laughs> if you really want the breakthrough, find someone who needs it more and give. And I can promise you, you will receive at levels beyond anything you could ever imagine. Whatever you think your greatest dream is, the life you'll create if you'll be a giver is, it'll make your greatest dream look like a cartoon. A cartoon of a giant. What's right look like? Most people want to give when it's easy. Oh, it's over. Wow. 
I just shit all over Tony Robbins. I, I had, did not anticipate this. Hopefully this is entertaining to you. I don't know. But as I've said before, I, I'm having fun. And that's kind of the only reason I do this. I'm enjoying myself. I'm, this is a barrel of monkeys as far as I'm concerned. What if we just spent this whole episode just watching Tony Robbins' videos? I'm not exactly unprepared to do that. All right, I, I need more. I need, I need one more. Let's make it a good one, guys. Good children, there's three Oh shit, I didn't last long on that one. All right, let's run it back. Oh, you again. You have children, there's three skills you want to give your kids. There's three you skills. You want these three skills if you want to succeed for the rest of your life. First is you have to be able to recognize patterns. First, you, you have, have to be a giant. What the jobs are, won't matter what the business is. If you can recognize patterns, Patterns. If you can recognize patterns, have an edge. Things look like chaos until you recognize there's a. You look like chaos. You are a chaos with two legs and a giant face. Pattern to things. If you can recognize patterns, if you can recognize patterns, you can change your life. Because once you recognize patterns, you get the second skill. You learn to use patterns. Oh, Getting shit. yourself to do the things you don't want to oh, do. It's shit. called discipline, but discipline's a heavy word. What it really is is just creating a new pattern. Once it's a habit, it doesn't take discipline. It's easy. If you understand the patterns and recognize them and you can use them, you have real power. The third skill is to be able to create. The third skill is you gotta look like a giant. Patterns. You wanna recognize them, use them, and create them. If you teach your kids to do that, it won't matter how the world changes. They'll recognize the pattern, they'll learn how to use it, they'll create something. I've had enough. I said I've had enough, Tony Robbins. Man, Loki, Tony Robbins whooped my ass. Tony Robbins is a big motherfucker. I am. I am a. Let me adjust. I I sunk all the way down. Like my back was where my ass is supposed to be. That's how much I was laughing. Um, I do not hate on Tony Robbins. This is just for goofs. You know how this goes. You know how this goes. Um, I don't. I don't disagree with anything I heard him say. I just think it's funny the way he says it. But Tony Robbins is a bad motherfucker, man. I know I just shit all over him, but he's a bad motherfucker, and he could whoop my ass. But he's a giant, you know? That's like, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even be embarrassed by that. Like, if you fight Tony Robbins, you, you better show up with a, a slingshot and pray that God shows you favor. That's a Bible reference for Grandma. Tony Robbins needs to be carrying a shield. He, he needs, uh, both of his feet need to be in sandals, and he needs to be carrying a shield and a spear and have an army of Philistines behind him. Another Bible reference for Grandma. Um, it's my birthday. Man, I need a cigarette after fucking all that Tony Robbins shit. And I don't even smoke cigarettes. I think I'm going to start. I think Tony Robbins just made me fall off the wagon. God damn. Tony Robbins is otherworldly. Tony Robbins from uncharted territories. From faraway places. Enchanted lands and faraway places. <laughs> oh, I want to watch another one so bad, but... If that's not entertaining to you, then this is going to be a shit episode. Speaking of giants, can you hear my dog snoring? This motherfucker is the sleepiest of things. The sleepiest of all things. That's my dog. This motherfucker don't do shit all day. Fuck is you tired for? You have to be able to hear him. I hope. I, I, I hope. I hope you can hear him. I mean, technically, if you can... I spent too much money on this microphone because this microphone is supposed to cancel all that shit out. But 
You know, I'd like the option. I guess I could turn the gain up. Fuck it, let's do it. Ready? <laughs> oh, now you don't. Oh, shit. My bad. Sorry about your ears. Um, I forgot the game was all the way up before I, uh, when I went to talk again. Man, now I gotta get the levels all straight again. All right, I think we're good. I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah, fuck it. That'll be fine. We'll fix it in post. God damn it. The worst part is he didn't even snore. It's like he knew I was recording him. He got all shy and didn't want to snore anymore. Anyway, like I was saying, today is my birthday. I'm 37 years old today. I've truly never been big on my birthday. Like, if it's someone else's birthday, cool. But somewhere around the age of, I guess I did kind of throw a big party for my 30th. But that's, you know, that's a, that's a big one. But everything after 30, I could give a fuck. I barely notice when it's my birthday. The only reason I really know is because everyone's asking me what the fuck I want to do for my birthday, which is so annoying. It's so annoying because that, what that is, is it's people saying, hey, I want to do something. It's your birthday. Can we do something? Like, dog, why don't you just tell me, hey, let's go do something. Why are you making me decide? If you're bored, make yourself unbored. Why well, I got to be a part of it? But I think I'm just spoiled and I get to do so much cool shit in my life all the time that like, what, I'm supposed to go to Chili's or some shit? Like anything I can afford to do, I've already done. And anything I can't afford to do, uh, it's not like I can afford to do it now just because it's my birthday. Same with gifts. Anything I can afford, I already have. I don't want shit for my birthday. My friends are always like, hey, what are we going to do? We're going to go get a drink? If we must. Like, I'm going to drink here either way, no matter where I am. I'm, I'm going to be drinking, not because it's my birthday, because I'm awake. I'm awake, and I got a problem. I need Tony Robbins to help me solve them. Hi, this is Tony Robbins. If you have a drinking problem, you should stop drinking. I once had a drinking problem. I drank so much, I turned into a fucking giant. So, so if you want to be a fucking giant, you should stop drinking. I'm Tony Robbins. That'll be a million dollars. Hi, I'm Tony Robbins. I had a drinking problem once. But as soon as I stopped drinking, I made a million dollars. I'm Tony Robbins. <clears throat> Something tells me we're never going to stop talking about Tony Robbins on this podcast. Or on this episode, rather. Whoa, what the fuck? I just got a weird text message on my computer from Amazon. Action required to complete your Amazon account. What, what do you mean complete it? We're contacting you because your Amazon account is potentially invalid or outdated information. <laughs> do you have my credit card and my address? That's all the information you need, baby. Fuck, you want my height, my eye color? Just send me shit and I'll send you money. How about that? You don't need nothing else from me, Jeff Bezos. Go fuck yourself. Hi, I'm Tony Robbins. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tony Robbins. I outweigh Jeff Bezos by a million pounds because I'm a fucking giant and he's just a bald Jew. <laughs> is Jeff Bezos a Jew? I have no idea. Hey, Siri, is Jeff Bezos a Jew? Jeff Bezos is not Jewish. You can stop searching. <laughs> oh, shit. That really happened. 
Oh, that was the first. That was the first result. I fucking flung my headphones off my head. Apparently, others are curious as well. Uh, it says Jeff Bezos is not Jewish. You can stop searching. Oh well, okay. That's that's all. That's all I wanted to know. That's all I wanted to know. And I'll, I'll take your advice. I'll stop searching. Um. All right. Let's get it together, huh? Let's get it together. Let's pull this together. My God. But yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't do much for my birthday. Mostly because I do much all the other days and truthfully not, not to sound like a broken record uh no pun intended there uh fuck those people no i'm just kidding i'm t- absolutely kidding thank you for all the opportunities um but not to always harp on the depression thing but i'm generally more depressed during the winter and my birthday just happens to be smack dab in the middle of the shit so when people ask me what i want for my birthday it's always like uh sunshine perhaps a little warmth I'd like to not have to wear 17 layers of clothes. That would be fantastic. Can you do that for me? Do you have magical Tony Robbins giant powers? Because that's all I want. Also, not too thrilled about getting older. I wish I could have stopped at 30. 33 tops. But I'm looking at 40 and it's getting closer. It's getting a lot closer. I've accomplished a lot of things, but nowhere near the amount that I was kind of planning to have. But I think that's most people. I'm very hard on myself. I'm very goal-oriented, goal-driven. If my goals ain't met, I ain't shit. That's my Tony Robbins speech to myself every day. Hi, I'm Tony Robbins. If you haven't reached your goals yet, you ain't shit. All right, enough of the Tony Robbins voice already. Give that man a break. He's beloved by many. But my family, man, my family always, they always ask me, I mean, they mean well. They do mean well. But it's kind of like, uh, I don't see you, I don't make it a point to see you any other day of the year. In fact, I make it a point to not see you every other day of the year. So why would I want to spend my birthday with you? My birthday? It goes back to what we were saying about uh, well, what I was saying. You weren't talking, I was talking. It goes back to what I was saying about, you know, you get one Christmas a year. You get one Thanksgiving a year. Sometime around maybe five, six years ago, when my kid was a little bit older, I realized, me and my wife, we both realized, like, damn, we've spent the first 10 years of our child's life just kind of doing what everyone else wanted us to do because they want to see the kid. They claim they want to see us, you know, and, and and it's like it'd be one thing if he wanted to see them, but he he so so many of our holidays were spent like kind of prepping my son, like okay, we're gonna go to this person's house, and I know you don't want to, but you gotta behave, be polite. If people talk to you, respond to them, say I'm well, how are you? Oh, that's good to hear. This and that. I'm raising a good human being over here. I'm trying my best. But I also want to raise a human being that isn't polite to a fault. Be polite, but live your life. Because you'll fuck around and end up 37 years old having been polite your entire life. And you let that get in the way of you spending Christmas the way you want to spend Christmas. The way you want to spend Thanksgiving. With people you want to be with. Who want to be with you. Not out of obligation but out of pleasure. 
Pleasure's underrated. So yeah, about six years ago, I, we just collectively decided mm, we're not doing that anymore. We're not doing that anymore. And it was around that time that I'd made the same decision for my birthdays. And people know this. It is known. It is known. But that don't stop people from being like, so what are we doing for your birthday? What we? What the fuck? You speak French now all of a sudden, motherfucker? We, we shit. We ain't doing a motherfucking thing. I'm doing a little something I like called whatever the fuck I want. And I'm looking in my crystal ball and I gotta tell you, I don't see you there. You're nowhere to be found. Sometimes I want to tell people the truth, you know? The, 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 the truth, truth, the true truth. And maybe exaggerate it a little bit, just, just to see, just to see if they continue doing it. If they continue asking me year after year, like, what are we going to do for your birthday? You really want to know? There's this new restaurant. It's at the top, the very top, the tippy top of the tallest building in Los Angeles. You can see it for miles, miles and miles. I was thinking I want to go to that restaurant, not to eat, but to fling myself from the balcony and proceed to plummet 72 stories to my violent yet about-time-ass death, laughing hysterically like a crazed maniac the entire way down. Now, are you glad you asked me what I want to do for my birthday? Or is this awkward for you? What am I doing for my birthday? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. I was thinking about getting a divorce and euthanizing both of my pets. Would you like to be a part of that? No, I'm playing. I would never euthanize both of my pets. I'm rather fond of one of them. He's my very best friend. In fact, I'll probably spend my birthday with his black ass. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Lennox, I'm coming for you. Um, shout out Mike Tyson. You're the greatest. I mean, you know Tony Robbins, but, you know, you're, you're in the conversation. The conversation. I'm still hitting these vapes. Um, apparently, they got banned in California. And uh, something later this month, I think, the 21st or something, you're not going to be able to buy these anymore in the stores. You can buy them on Amazon, like everything else, even though Amazon needs me to complete my, uh, my profile or whatever. Okay, well, uh, riddle me this, Jeff. Answer me this. If I don't complete my profile, you're going to stop taking my money and sending me shit? Of course you're not. Of course you're not. My money's no good all of a sudden because you, you don't have all my information? You have all the information you need, sir. More worldly possessions and less questions, please. Thank you. Thank you so much. Let's order Tony Robbins a new face while we're at it. A new face and a new voice. A mouth with less stuff in it. But what am I going to do for my birthday? You know, I'm not sure. I'm, uh... I have a few ideas. I'm definitely going to have some drink. You know what What I should do is not drink on my birthday. That'd really fuck everyone's mind up. My own included. Maybe I should fuck around and go to AA for my birthday. Give myself the gift of sobriety. The gift of sobriety. But no, things are well. Um, I'm not, Things are well. We're just goofing, you know? We like to goof. We like to have a good time over here. 
Thank you guys for watching as much as you do and for fucking with the uh, the reels as much as you do. I haven't done a solo episode since shit started kind of taking off. Um, some of the reels are doing real well. You see, you, see, you saw that. Um, anyway, one of them is at 800,000 views and like, I think like 50,000 shares, which is way doper than views. Cause that, I mean, you know, how, how much shit you see on Instagram that you didn't need in your life that you could give two fucks about that you would rather not have seen. That just means it's like the algorithm is, is, is doing what it do. And that's good. I'll take it, baby. It's, it's quite the ego boost if I'm being honest, but those shares are something else. That shit is what I really, really like. Cause likes are cool. It has something like, I don't know how many likes it's weird. Going viral is weird. That sounds like such a fucking 2022 ass thing to say, but it's true. Going viral is weird. Cause I rarely even check my notifications anymore on Instagram because they're all the same thousands and thousands and thousands of notifications. And it's all for the same video, just random people all over the world, just liking and sharing and, and this and that. And I appreciate all of it, but it's like everything else kind of gets lost in the sauce. So if I haven't responded to a comment or, or, or whatever, I know I normally don't anyway. But this time, uh, there, there's a valid reason. Like, it's, I, I could never sift through all of that. I mean, I could, but that's all I would do all day. And that's only, like, for two or three videos. And, I mean, it, it's going relatively viral. I can't imagine having, like, a hundred videos up, all of which have, like, millions and millions and millions of hits. Like, that's the reason people aren't responsive because there's no way you can't manage that. Like I find myself when I get on Instagram, I'll check notifications and I'll just roll my eyes like, Oh God, more of this, more people liking what I make. Ugh. Just once I'd like someone to tell me to fuck off or something just to change it up. No, there is that. Um, and it's, it's, uh, I wouldn't say it's difficult, but it is necessary to not take these things personal. Like I'm finally getting a taste of the fucking 18 year old douchebag in Wisconsin or some shit. I don't like this video. Oh, you don't Bradley. However, will I sleep? However, will I sleep? Well, the answer is Xanax, lots and lots of Xanax and wine, wine and Xanax. That's exactly how I sleep. But the point is, you're not the reason I ain't sleeping Bradley from Wisconsin. Why don't you shoot up a school and make something of your life? <laughs> don't shoot up a school, Bradley, from Wisconsin. I'm playing. And if you do, don't, don't, don't tell them I sent you. These are jokes. But yeah, I know this sounds like a humble brag, but it's not. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just letting you know what's happening in my life. It's a small part of my life, but it's a big part of my life. That's a contradiction, but I feel like you know where I'm going with that. Videos are taken off, at least on Instagram and Facebook, which are really the only ones I give a shit about. I know I should probably care more about YouTube, but fuck YouTube. And honestly, fuck Facebook. Fuck a Facebook in the face. Fuck a Facebook in a Tony Robbins face. Tony Robbins. But I do fucks with Instagram, so it's cool when, uh, when people are resharing, because it's one thing to like, but it's another to reshare. Like you not only like it, but you know someone else would like it, so you share it, and that shit just set fire to a few of my joints. So 
if you're a part of that and you are behind that, I appreciate you deeply, truly, madly, deeply. Isn't that a name of a record? I feel like truly, madly, deeply is the name of an album by Savage Garden. I feel like that's a thing. Do we Google it? Of course we do. Let's see. Anyone want to call me on it? Now's your chance. If you know I've, I'm, I'm wrong about that, say it out loud right now. I'll give you time. One, two, three, go. Okay. Let's see if I'm right. Truly, Madly, Deeply. Truly, Madly, Deeply is a song by Australian pop duo Savage Garden. Goddamn, I'm the smartest motherfucker to ever speak into a microphone. I know I said album. It turns out it's a song, but I'll take that. I'll take that. Or is it the name of the album, too? Let's see. Now we got to dig deeper, boys and girls. Where's their... Uh, sometimes, man, the older I get, I swear to God, I'm, like, losing touch with with this uh, internet shit. Um, what's the thing? I'm looking for discography. That's the word. Release history, I guess. Oh, it's a self-titled album. Okay, so it's... Which is always weird. Why do people do that? Like, you can't be more creative. Like, it's Savage Garden by Savage Garden. The fuck? Savage Garden's kind of a dope name, though. I'm not going to lie. The music definitely doesn't match the name. But I'm not shitting on Savage Garden. They, they had some some bangers. They had a few joints. Uh, the only next question being, why on earth are we talking about Savage Garden? How did we get here? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I made stickers. Um, you may have seen that on my Instagrams, Instagrams. Um, I made one that is just the logo. It says OTWD and underneath it says podcast. Cause at first I just had it OTWD, just the logo. And then I quickly realized were I or someone else to stick that in a bathroom stall or, you know, wherever people put stickers on, a, on traffic signs and police cars or wherever else. That doesn't tell anyone anything. Like, you'd have to be interested enough to actually look up OTWD, and I don't see people doing that. But if it says OTWD podcast, people will be more likely to search it out, if for no other reason than to ridicule it for how shitty it is, how shitty they assume it will be. I'm guilty of that myself. I was at a red light in L.A. one day, and I saw a, a sticker on the um, on the, the little... Uh, you know, the, where people put stickers on a fucking light post or, or whatever. And it said something, whatever podcast. And there you go right there. That should tell you the fact that I don't remember the name of the podcast, but I remember that it said podcast. As soon as I saw it, I punched it in my phone and I ended up listening to some guy. It was really bad, but the point is I, I knew it was going to be bad. I could have been wrong, but I wasn't. I wasn't. The point is, if it just said like Joe Schmo or whatever... I wouldn't have given it a second thought, but the fact it said Joe Schmo's podcast, I was like, oh, Joe Schmo got a podcast? Let's see what you got to say, Joe Schmo. Let's see what Joe Schmo talking about. And I searched it up, and that gave him one more hit than he would have gotten. All that to say, I decided to include the word podcast underneath the logo on the sticker, just to drive a little traffic, spark some interest, if you will. If you will is such a pretentious fucking thing to say. People always say, if you will, after they say some shit they think is smart. Like, blah, 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 if you will. Like, of course I will. Why wouldn't I? 
I mean, you've already said it. Do I have a choice? Does my will have anything to do with this? You just said the words. Now I'm thinking about it. You said the words. I heard them. And now I am. I'm not. Is the will got nothing to do with it. I am. I already am. Um, but yeah, there's that sticker. And then I made a, uh, that was going to be the only sticker I made. But then I got drunk and started Photoshopping as I tend to do. And I took the portrait I shot of my dog Ice Cube. I cut the head off and I put it on Neil Armstrong's body. Neil Armstrong's photo, like when he went to the moon, quote unquote, or wherever he went, went to his soundstage. I don't know. That's not my business. I don't pretend to know about it. I just know what other people think they know about it. You know, that's the case with most things. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. I just know how you feel about it because you're always quick to tell me how you feel about things. Not you listening, but, you know, people in general. Um, so I made a sticker. It's Neil Armstrong's body and my dog's head. And he's in this, this space suit and there's headphones around his neck and a microphone in front of him. And the, the logo's behind him in front of the moon, I believe. I think there's a moon in there. Do I have it in here? I do not. Fuck it. If there's not a moon, a thousand pardons. And it turned out really cool. I was I was just going to post it on Instagram just as a goof. But I liked it so much, I just decided to make it a sticker. So now you can buy these stickers. Um, the easiest way is to go on my Instagram or Facebook or YouTube, whatever. You know me. I'm, I'm pretty goddamn consistent with the links. A motherfucker got this dialed in. But if you go to my link tree, which can be found everywhere... Uh, just click it and then select the one that says OGWD stickers. That'll take you to the Big Cartel site. I mean, I guess you could go to bigcartel.com slash OTWD. I should probably know this. Let's see. We're going to figure it out together. We're here. We're locked in. You ain't going nowhere. You got nothing else to do. You got nowhere else more important to be. Oh, okay. It's OTWD.bigcartel.com. Like big, as in Tony Robbins' face. And uh, cartel, as in the Mexicans. Um, you can buy stickers there. You can buy both of them. I think they're $3 each. But once again, if you... I may have said this already. Maybe I said it on the last episode. Whatever. If you are already subscribed to the Patreon, thank you so much. You probably got the stickers already. And for all those who sign up going forward, as a thank you, I'm going to send you the logo sticker. You get that just for signing up. You get the logo sticker. And then if you sign up for the second tier, I send you both of them. So if you're going to spend money on the stickers, you may as well just subscribe to the Patreon for the same amount of money and you get the stickers already. And then you can listen to unreleased episodes and shit. You can listen to my music. You you can do all that. I think there's an option where you can ask questions and I'll shout you out on the on the uh, well, we, me, Andrew, will shout you out on the episode and answer your question or just kind of riff on whatever topic you send us. It'll be fun. We'll have some fun. No one's in on that level yet, but we have quite a few on the bottom tier. And thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. It means the world to me. I kind of don't want to have a job. I kind of don't. I kind of don't want to ever take photos again. And uh, if I could just make a living talking and telling jokes and uh, making funny videos on Instagram, I mean, I'm no Tony Robbins, but I feel like that's the goal. I feel like that's where happiness lies. But I've been tricked before. Let's be, let's be, let's be honest. Anyway, stickers are available. 
and people have been buying them and I appreciate you guys. Tag me. If you if you if you receive a sticker, take a picture of yourself holding it or stick it somewhere and take a picture of it and uh send it to me. You don't got to post it or nothing, but if you post it, tag me. And if you don't want to post it, at least send me the picture. I'd like to see it. It would warm my heart. Some of you have seen the new studio. I'm very excited about that. My friend Drew and I, we went in and uh just kind of did what we've always kind of talked about doing. We finally did it. It's really dope. If you haven't seen it yet, the last couple episodes have been filmed in the new studio. So they're on YouTube. I bought some curtains, some lights, some uh, chairs, some obnoxiously yellow chairs. I bought them on Amazon from Jeff Bezos, who's not a Jew. We know that now. And my friend Drew had an old TV and he busted the glass out and put a fish tank in it to serve as the centerpiece. I'm very happy with it. Oh, and I made a sign for it. I've always wanted a sign. Uh, It was very difficult to, I I tried to do it with foam at first and just to save money. And I assumed foam is a little more forgiving than wood. Turns out foam is bullshit. Don't use it. I don't support it. It was just real crumbly. And I got it to almost where I wanted it, but I was, I just knew I wasn't going to be happy with it, but I was like, I'll just finish it to see what the finished product looks like looks like i just left out the last word sometimes you know you just say all the words you want to but the foam was a disastrous endeavor and uh it trashed it and instead decided to buy very nice plywood and uh i don't know if you know this about me but a motherfucker get down in the carpentry area of life motherfucker quite the carpenter i dare say it's, it's like jesus and then me which is funny like can we confirm that Jesus was a good carpenter? Like everyone knows he was a carpenter, but maybe he was trash. Maybe <laughs> maybe he was awful. Maybe he was really bad at carpentry, which is why he went into ministry. Maybe his pops was finally like, yo, Jesus, Jesus, give me that hammer. Put that fucking chisel down. You got to do something else. Look at you. You're holding the saw upside down. You're going to chop your fucking leg off. Jesus, Jesus. I say that in a song, the Jesus, Jesus thing. And it's everyone, everyone who's heard it. That's their favorite part. It's my favorite part as well. And you can hear this song at patreon.com slash OTWD. $5 a month gets you access. Um, why are we talking about Jesus again? Oh, I'm quite the carpenter. So I made me a sign out of wood. It's the logo. And uh, if you've seen the last episodes, the last couple of episodes, you know this. You know this. If you follow my Instagram and you, you see my, my little posts and shit, you know this. You saw the process. But I'm very happy with the final product. And a lot of people have been congratulating me and saying kind words just uh, about the studio and just the uh, forward momentum they've witnessed from my end of the world. And I appreciate you guys. Others have asked if I'm going to stop doing solo episodes. Many, many people have told me they enjoy these episodes and they're happy for me that we got the new studio and that Drew's a part of it now, but they they voiced concern that I'm no longer going to do these because they, for whatever reason, enjoy these the most. It's I'm, I'm not sure if it's that they like me or if it's that they dislike Drew. But if I was a gambling man, I would bet heavily. I would take a fucking loan out to bet heavily on the latter. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. I, I like both. I like talking to Drew, and I like uh, doing these. And I like talking to other people. 
I don't like to choose. So as of now, that's kind of the plan. I'm going to do a little bit of all of those. Drew will be a co-host of sorts, a reoccurring guest. It sounds, uh, he can't, I, I don't call him a guest because it's set up at his home. Like he's a big part of this shit now. And he's my man. He's my man 50 grand. He's one of my best friends in the world. Like I hate him, but you know, I, I love him. We have a good time together and we're a good team. Some people have said that was the missing link, that the show was good before. And now that I have him involved, it just took it up several notches. And that's good. I'm glad you feel that way. Um, others prefer these. And then others prefer me talking to other people, not just Drew all the time. So I'm going to do all those things. I'll give you solo episodes for, for those of you who enjoy these. If you don't enjoy these, listen to the other ones. Like, I don't imagine you don't like these. Like, I, I mean... I just did a Tony Robbins impression for you. Are you not entertained? Like, what else I got to do to win you over, baby? But yeah, we'll do these solo episodes for those of you who enjoy these. I'll interview other people for those of you who enjoy those. And then I'll shoot the shit with my friend Drew often for those of you who enjoy those. Congratulations if you're one of the people who enjoy all three. Enjoy all three versions of this podcast. Congratulations. I'm happy for you. I'm genuinely happy, and I'm glad you feel that way. Because I agree. I enjoy all the versions, too. I'm not going to choose. I'm not going to choose, and I'm not going to disappoint anyone. Patreon.com slash OGWD if you want to help me out. I feel like a whore. A whore. I'm always whoring out my fucking Patreon. I wonder how old Tony Robbins is. Yeah, we're back. Fuck it. You know what? Fuck it. We're just going to talk about Tony Robbins this whole, this whole episode. I wonder how old Tony Robbins is. Because I, I suspect that motherfucker not living much longer. I suspect his days are numbered. How old is Tony Robbins? 62. God damn. That's old enough. I got in, in giant years, that's of a million. Don't giants not live long? Like it's something to do with their heart. Not being big enough, or, or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe their heart is, like, oversized. I'm, I'm not going to pretend I remember everything they taught me in medical school. But I have a feeling that's a thing with dogs, too. Like, what's the big dogs? Um, um, Great Danes? I'm pretty sure their life expectancy isn't all that high. Tony Robbins is the Great Dane of human beings. Because he's not just tall. He's just, he's just big all the round. This motherfucker's neck is like my torso. I wonder how big... Nah, nah, we're not going to ask that. You knew what I was going to... You knew what I was wondering. And I'm sure you are wondering as well. But we're not going to Google that. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. We are. Hey, Siri. How big is Tony Robbins' dick? <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. Well, bitch, work harder. You know? One of us is good at our jobs at least. It has been reported that Tony Robbins' penis is a whopping vermilion inches in diameter. <laughs> it, has <been> <laughs> it has been reported that motivational speaker Tony Robbins requires two beds in his living quarters, one of which is to support the immense weight of his giant-like body, and the second reserved for his giant penis. Tony Robbins is an American author motivational speaker and mythical creature from lands uncharted. His skeletal, <laughs> His skeletal structure resembles that of a modern refrigerator. 
and he often travels with heavily armed security guards so as to combat the large group of villagers that have been reported to follow him around with pitchforks and torches. Tony Robbins would whoop my ass, boy. Tony Robbins would whoop my ass. That's a motherfucker, man. You can hit him as hard as you got to hit him with a tree branch or some shit. You got to hit him just a baseball bat to the knees. And not a wooden baseball bat. That shit is a pile of splinters after making contact with Tony Robbins' giant-ass knees. You need aluminum at least. Aluminum and harder. Like, if you don't have a sledgehammer, neither do you have a chance of survival. It's just not going down. You gotta, man, you just gotta light that motherfucker on fire and run. If you're trying to take out Tony Robbins, you better show up with nothing less than a flamethrower. Of course, he could be immune to flames. That wouldn't surprise me in the least. His magical giant sorcery has just rendered him completely immune to fire. You tell me Tony Robbins is not a sorcerer? That's what you'd have me believe? Okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. Meanwhile, this motherfucker's face is the size of a human back. Just a, a back. Tony Robbins, is that your face? Or did you tattoo a picture of your face on your back? I ask this because your face is the size of a back. Your face is the size of a back, Tony Robbins. Hi, I'm Tony Robbins. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tony Robbins. And when I'm not climbing up beanstalks or helping Jon Snow retake Winterfell, I make up a million dollars telling people to follow their dreams. None of their dreams have come to fruition quite yet, but coincidentally, my dream was to make up a million dollars, and I've done that. So you see, dreams come true. Follow your dreams. I'm Tony Robbins. And then Gary V comes out and oh, Tony, Tony, I hear you, I hear you, but let me just say, what you're missing, what you're missing is, it's all about content. It's all about content. You gotta go to a garage sale. I can't fit in a garage. I'm too big to fit in a garage because I'm a giant. I'm Tony Robbins. Oh, 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 Tony, what you're missing, I hear you, but what you're missing is you, you need to start a paper route. My dad owned a liquor store. I sold wine with my dad. It's all about content. I used to sell baseball cards, and now I'm a millionaire. But more importantly, I'm happy. It's all about happiness. Happiness and content. You just gotta sell baseball cards on eBay. <clears throat> it's all about content. I'm Tony Robbins. I haven't been <laughs> I haven't been laid in decades because every girl I try to fuck, I just end up splitting in half because my because my, my dick is too big because I'm a fucking giant. I'm Tony Robbins. Do you get the idea that I might be descending further into insanity? Have you picked up on that? I always wonder what my neighbors think. I've said that before. My square ass neighbor who works from home is probably on the, on the phone with his wife right now. Hello, honey. Call me crazy. In fact, go ahead and call me bananas. But I'm pretty sure Tony Robbins is our new next door neighbor. Yes, Tony Robbins, the giant. He's been going on and on all afternoon about his large penis and following your dreams and all kind of other liberal mumbo jumbo. We're going to have to contact the Homeowners Association. Yeah, I, I hear you, but what the Homeowners Association doesn't understand is the point they're missing is that... It's all about content. It's all about content. Are you content with your content? Or do you view it with great contempt? What a concept. I'm spent. Do you make a lot of content or do you make none like convents? 
That's nonsense. Do you just want to be rich enough to move out of the projects, or do you want to go where no one's ever gone yet? And pay your mom's rent? And have bomb sex with groupies on deck and make big titty blondes wet? And get constant consent to bang them out like Sean Kemp? That's an old basketball player. From the Seattle Supersonics. I heard Tony Robbins has a long dick. But I'm so fucking good at rapping. I should have more money than I do. Question of the day. How the fuck I'm not filthy rich? How the fuck I'm not How the fuck I drive a Nissan and all these other motherfuckers, these lame motherfuckers are driving Mercedes Benzes? Riddle me that, Batman. I'm, I'm so tired of watching lame motherfuckers get rich, boy. I'm so tired of watching lame motherfuckers win. Oh, you have a podcast? Motherfucker, fuck your podcast. Ain't nobody checking for that boring ass shit. Oh, you got a new record dropping? Oh, that's perfect, because I just ran out of toilet paper. I'll take three and send one to Tony Robbins. The internet lying to you. You goofy motherfuckers couldn't wrap your way out of a paper bag. A paper bag. Hi, I'm Tony Robbins. I used to live in a paper bag, but now I have a, a million dollars. I'm Tony Robbins. <sighs> okay. Hawaii. As promised. If you haven't heard the last solo episode, I think it was episode 45. Let's confirm that real quick. Let's make sure I'm not lying. Yeah, episode 45. If you haven't heard that episode, this might not hit as hard. So I suggest you go back and listen to that episode because I left kind of a cliffhanger. But to quickly recap, I traveled all night and uh, we did sound check. This is when I went on tour with Leilani Wolfgram. The first uh, leg of the tour was Oahu. And we had been up all night, no sleep, lots of stress, lots of traveling. You know how it goes. And if you don't, you could at least imagine. Showtime comes, I have a fucking panic attack, and I back out. Never backed out of a show before. I'm lying. I did it once uh, in the very, very early days. I'm talking 2007. But I haven't backed out of a show since. I was all in my head about it afterward. I felt guilty, I felt weak, I felt emotional. A motherfucker was going through it. So where we left off, I believe I was standing on the curb after having made the decision to call an Uber in which to flee from the venue, leaving my friends behind. So I'm standing on the curb, middle of downtown Waikiki, not the best area, questionable characters all around, suspicious activity in every direction. They didn't show this part in Lilo and Stitch. I'm standing there in the dumps, waiting for my Uber. And since the Lord hates me, since I've long fallen out of favor with him, it was taking a long time. It took a long time just to get an Uber, and then it took about 18 minutes for the Uber to get to me. I'm standing there looking like a, a, a kicked puppy, like a man defeated. Suddenly, a strange woman enters my life, as they tend to do. Was she homeless? Was she a prostitute? Was she a homeless prostitute? One was having much difficulty deciphering. I couldn't tell. What I could tell was that she was black, and that's not why I thought she might have been a homeless prostitute. Don't accuse me of that. Don't put those words in my mouth. If you had that thought, that's your fault. Repent. Repent swiftly. Not only was she black, but 
She was gorgeous. Gorgeous. From a distance, it appeared that she was wearing a head wrap. But as she got closer, the head wrap turned out to be nothing more than a towel. A shower was in her not-so-long-ago past. Perhaps a bubble bath, if you will. And that's a callback. She gets closer, and it looks as if she's just going to walk right by me. She looks at me, I look at her, we catch eyes, she smiles, I smile back, just being polite. But then she stops and walks closer to me. She says, oh, baby, you look like you need a hug. Now, normally, normally I'd be like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good, you have a good night. Oh, no, just, uh, just proceed on down the road. But in this particular situation, this particular moment in my life, Given the mind state I was in, I felt like <laughs> I do need a hug. Like, I ain't say that. I wasn't crying. But I did say, like, <laughs> is it that obvious? And so I, I hugged her, and she hugged me. It was one of those hugs that lasted a little longer than you're comfortable with. So I was like, okay, now I'm hugging a strange, potentially homeless prostitute. Black homeless prostitute. It has nothing to do with it, but, you know, just I'm big on details. Uh, black, hom potentially homeless prostitute with a, a towel that I thought was a head wrap. Uh, perhaps in, had just come from a bubble bath or uh, like a spa. I mean, it's midnight in Waikiki. So doubtful? Quite doubtful. But, you know, I don't know everything. So I give her the old courtesy pat on the back and begin to pull away and she pulls me closer to her and I was like oh, oh okay now now this is happening and she puts her tongue on my collarbone and proceeds to run it up my neck to the top of my ear by top of my ear I mean top of my ear she didn't stop at the lobe she went for the cartilage the cartilage when she reaches the cartilage at the top of my ear, she lets out a sound that I'll try my very best to imitate. It went something like, uh. You might be surprised to know that this wasn't the first woman I've ever had lick my ear. Well-versed, well-prepared for these situations, am I? A motherfucker somewhat decent with the words. I don't have much trouble coming up with things to say in uncomfortable times. But in this moment, all I could say back to her was, <laughs> I mean, baby, that's all I could come up with. So I'm standing there in the middle of downtown Waikiki with... This black woman who is possibly a prostitute, possibly homeless, not because she's black, just because, yeah, you know, the, the, the pieces to the puzzle were swiftly falling together with this woman's tongue running up and down the length of my neck. If it was Tony Robbins' neck, it would have taken her much more effort. So the ability to formulate sentences came back to me. I'm like, uh, baby, I'm, I'm not really looking for any of this right now. And she pulls away looks me in the eyes and says, oh, you want to fuck me all night long, don't you? You want to fuck me all night long. And I'm like, I don't want to do any of that uh, for any amount of time tonight. She repeats, oh, come on, daddy, fuck me all night long. Take me somewhere and fuck me all night long. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you're giving me a whole lot of credit. I don't know if I could fuck anyone all night long. Like, I'm, I'm probably good for 20 tops, you know, I, but, you know, I, I appreciate the vote of confidence. She's like, oh, come on, daddy, let me see that. 
Oh, man. I repeat, I hope my mother never listens to this. She's like, come on, daddy, show me that dick. Show me that, show me that dick, daddy. And as she's saying this, her right hand is making its way, well, to my deck. She reaches in my pants, and she found what she was looking for. I'm trying to pull the way, not trying too hard, because I'm kind of freaked out, and I don't want to, like, I, 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 I just kind of froze, to be honest. I just kind of froze. I know more than a few people say, oh, you kind of into it, huh? You were kind of, you, you were considering fucking her? No, it was not. It was not. I low-key just didn't want to hurt her feelings, if anything. Because I talk a lot of shit, but it, it, in my heart, I am a gentleman. I'm not trying to hurt no woman's feelings. Because it's not like she was being a bitch. If anything, she was being, I, 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 was, I was rather flattered. Quite flattered. But I most definitely was not trying to fuck this woman. I grab her wrist. And I try to pull it out of my pants. And she squeezes harder. I'm like, ooh, okay, let's rethink this. Because if she's squeezing harder, I'm not going to pull harder. That's not how physics work. My anatomy wouldn't appreciate that very much. Mind you, the entire time she has my stuff in her tight grasp, she's bouncing back and forth between talking shit and continuing to lick my neck. I start to freak out a little bit because I, 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 my space... My space is not being respected. My circumference has been breached, and I don't want no one that close to me. So I let go of her wrist and move my hands up, attempting to push her away. She thinks I'm going for her titties, which makes her let go of my dick and grab my hands with both of her hands, and then she puts them firmly on her titties, which she thought was the goal. I quickly pull my hands away. I'm so, I'm so fucking worried that a cop's going to come and he's going to think I'm trying to rape this chick. In this day and age, shit, I, I, I could be the one in jail. Like, did she give you consent? Uh, well, no, I mean, not really. Did she say no? Well, no, but I mean, but did she say yes? Well, no, but she implied, well, then she said no. No, I mean, what? You have the right to remain silent. Oh, Jesus Christ. So now with my hands away from her and at my side, she wraps both of her arms back around my neck and pulls me closer. And I go back to my, oh, baby, baby, I just, you know, I, I, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I feel her right hand start to travel back down south. I assume it's going to go find what it was looking for last time. I got distracted because with her left hand, she wraps it around my neck and pulls me in for a kiss. A kiss on the mouth. Now, no disrespect. But even if I was going to fuck this woman, I'm not kissing you on the mouth. The mouth? Bitch, you can't kiss me on my mouth. What do you take me for? What kind of lady do you think I am? So I duck the kiss and her lips, she's like making out with my mustache. And now my face is all scrunched. And like, baby, no, no, baby. And then I realize, oh, she's not grabbing my dick. Her hand's in my pocket. She's grabbing my wallet. I snap out of it, and I'm all business now. I push her head away from mine, and I grab her wrist before she could pull the wallet out of my pants. So now I have her wrist really tight in my grip. She looks up at me, and I look at her. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? The fuck is you doing? What is this? What are you doing? She's like, come on, baby. Come on, baby. Fuck my like, No, 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 no. We passed that. But I get the feeling that this bitch is kind of crazy. What gave me that feeling is that she let go of my wallet, took a step back, and started dancing. Not sexy dancing, 
It was like uh, like a TikTok dance, like the, the dances my son does on Fortnite and shit. So now I'm looking around, and she, she's like, come on, daddy. Come on, daddy. Come on, daddy. <laughs> of all the times in my life, I wish I could have recorded. I wish, uh, man, I hope there's, like, security footage of that shit or something. If for no other reason than it makes someone laugh, whoever, like, the security guard that works that shift. Like, yeah, you see this crazy shit? This bitch is doing a chicken dance? And so I'm just smiling. I'm looking around like, is anyone else seeing this? Am, am I really seeing this? Am I hallucinating? Because that bitch did. No, I'm not bitch. I'm sorry. Uh, that fine young lady, my my friend, the, the chick who gave me a, a Xanax. She, that, that fine young lady gave me a Xanax at the kindness of her heart. Maybe I'm having a reaction. Maybe it wasn't Xanax. Maybe it was something else. Something that makes me see black potential hookers, potential homeless women, not because they're black, but just because, you know, the pieces were coming together. Maybe I'm imagining this. I look over her shoulder and I see two sketchy dudes in a car and they're watching. They're watching very intensely, but they're not smiling. So I can neither confirm nor deny that they were with her. I've seen enough movies. I'm thinking, oh, that's your pimp or your bodyguard or, or, or something. Either way, it's someone I don't need in my life. But she didn't miss a beat. She's still doing the chicken dance. Come on, daddy. Come on, daddy. Give me that dick, daddy. Fuck me on my throne, daddy. And I'm just befuddled, as one would be. I turn around, and there's a group of four Vietnamese cats. They're smoking cigarettes. They're like maybe 15 feet away. I'm like, oh, fellow humanity. Awesome. Let's go over there. So I grab her arm, like I, I, I offer my arm uh, so she can lock her arm in my arm. Like we're going to swing dance or some shit. I'm like, here, here, let's go make friends over here. Let's go make friends. She's like, oh, I don't want to make friends with them, daddy. I want to make friends with you. I'm like, oh, okay, me too, me too. But you know, you know what's better than one friend? Many friends. Let's go, let's go see, see what these guys are talking about. We walk over there. And they just barely even notice us. I'm like, oh, my man, uh, what's going on with you guys tonight? Hey, do you guys know this woman by any chance? And they just look at her and look away. I'm like, I, I, I'm sorry, is this thing on? Can you guys hear me? Um, are, are you also figments of my imagination? I'm imagining blacks and Asians. Where's all the white people? Um, just kidding. So I'm like, uh, guys, uh, I think this fine young lady's looking for a date. Any takers? Anyone interested? And they're just like, man, no, man. And so she kind of backs up. She's still chicken dancing. She's like, man, fuck you, motherfuckers. Fuck you, motherfuckers. And that's better than fuck me all night long. This is an improvement as far as I'm concerned. And one of them's like, man, fuck you, bitch. Like that. And she's like, yeah, fuck you, bitch. Yeah, fuck you, bitch. Still chicken dancing. Couldn't believe it. It's like a goddamn Dave Chappelle skit. And then with a moment's notice, she completely stops dancing. Looks like she come, she came out of her trance. She looks at me, turns around, and just runs away. I swear to God, it's like a Dave Chappelle skit. If I'm lying, I'm dying. She runs away and turns the corner, and I, I never see her again. I look at these guys. I'm shook. I'm fucking shook. I look at these guys like, yo, that, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that shit was crazy. Do you agree? And they just keep smoking their cigarettes. They're looking at the floor. I'm like, yo, I, I gotta be imagining this shit. So now it's awkward. I'm thinking, where the fuck is my Uber? Fuck is my Uber? It's awkward. Awkward silence with these guys. I'm like, do I just, I kind of wanted to scurry off the other way. 
But I look at them and I'm like, yo, my bad, fellas. I, I didn't mean to blow up your spot or anything or interrupt your conversation. I Honestly, I was getting like low-key molested in the street. And I just, I kind of panicked. And I just saw other people. So I just wanted to like be around other people. They're like, nah, you're good, bro. That bitch always comes around here doing that shit. She does that every other night. We always throw bottles at her, but she always comes back. <laughs> This motherfucker said we always throw bottles at her. We always throw bottles at her, but she always comes back. Actual statement. So I laugh. I'm like, <laughs> you're right. And they, they're, none of them are laughing. I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I know how that goes, man. That's crazy. They're like, you good, bro? I'm like, I, I'm I'm great now. I'm just waiting for this fucking Uber, bro. This shit has been taking my entire life, it feels like. So we're all just standing there in a circle, quiet as ever. I make conversation. I'm like, so y'all from around here or you guys enjoying your night? They're like, yeah, we just came here for the concert. I'm like, oh, we're the concert upstairs? They're like, yeah, we're here to see Leilani Wolfgram. And I was like, of course you are. Because any other time in life, I would have taken this opportunity to be like, oh, well, coincidentally, I'm here with her, and I'm actually her opener. Would you like to give me money? Care to make me more famous than I am? But it, it, it just wasn't the time. It was not the time. Not to mention the fact that uh, I didn't open for her. I bailed like a motherfucker. So was I going to be like, yeah, I'm her opener. Oh, word? We didn't see you. Oh, yeah, I didn't open. They'd have some questions. Rightfully so. Uber finally pulls up. I'm like, all right, you guys be easy or whatever. Nice meeting you, this and that. Get in the Uber. Close the door. It's like that scene in Home Alone 2 where he's lost in Central Park and he finally hails a cab. And as soon as he closes the door, he's like, oh, scary out there. This is literally what I did. I was like, man, thank you for coming. He's like, my pleasure. Asian guy. I'm like, dog, it's fucking crazy out there. And he's like, crazy? It is? I'm like, yeah. It's like, why? What happened? I'm like, uh, never mind, bro. Don't worry about it. I'm not even going to go into it. Just, uh, I'm just happy to see you. I'm happy you're here. It's like, all right, you're going to the, you know, he says my hotel. I don't remember what it was called. I'm like, yep. And, and not a moment too soon. We start driving. I'm like, so how you doing, man? You work in the late shift, huh? This man says, yeah, this is what I do. I just drive around and Hope passengers are willing to have gay sex with me. I just touched everything on my desk. It was the only available reaction. That's what he said to me. Yes, this is what I do. Just drive around and hope that passengers will have gay sex with me. To which I replied, <laughs> totally. That's the part in Home Alone where the cab driver turns around after Kevin getting in and be like, oh, it's scary out there. You've seen Home Alone. What's the cab driver say? He turns around and says, it ain't much better than here, kid. So I'm going back and forth in my mind, like, did he say that? He didn't say that. I think he said that. Did he say that? Is that what he said? Did I mishear this motherfucker? I'm pretty sure that's what he said. But he couldn't have said that. At this point, I just, I'm just i just willing to let silence be my god. I'm just like, well, 
No further talking required. We've come to the end of the words. He didn't share the sentiment. Twenty or so seconds go by, and he says, Do you happen to be gay? Now, I know he sounds exactly like my neighbor. I got like four voices, so just bear with me. He was Asian, but he didn't talk. He wasn't like, Do you happen to be a homosexual? It wasn't like that. It's like, do you happen to be gay? And I was just, I was just like talking to the 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 streetwalker. I was like, ah, nah, nah, man, nah, it's nah, nah, I'm not. I, I've never, nah, haven't, nah. I mean, I'm no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gay. No. This motherfucker doubles down and says, "Do you ever make an exception?" At this point, I respect this guy. He's just trying to get laid like all of us. So he shot his shot. And I'm like, uh, no, no, I can't say I, I do. I can't say I, I, I have. It's nope, just uh, ladies for me, thanks. But, you know, I didn't want to insult him by being like, but, you know, like whatever you want to do, like obviously that, that, that goes without saying. We've gotten to that point in our culture where it's like you can say, no, I'm not gay. But it's totally okay if you are. Like, yeah, that's implied. That's assumed. So I tell him, no, I don't make exceptions. Triples down. He says, Never? Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm very sure, but I appreciate it. I told this man I appreciate it. Like he offered me something to drink and I wasn't thirsty. Like, no, thanks, but I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That was the very last thing this man said the entire way to my hotel. I think I might have hurt his feelings. Because when we arrived... I hear Siri on his phone like, you have arrived at whatever Kamehameha Muka Muka Kapalani Avenue. I get out. I'm like, all right, brother. Thanks for the ride. I appreciate it. Have a good night. Stone grill straight ahead. Doesn't say a fucking thing to me. Doesn't even look in my direction. And I'm like, uh, okay, then. Close the door. He drives off. Never see him again. We'll never see him again. I'm like, man, what a fucking weird night. I get to my hotel, I go upstairs. I'm sharing a hotel room with my homie Chris Cruz. We talked about this in the other episode. Chris Cruz is still at the venue playing, which is where the fuck my ass supposed to be. I'm like, yo, I just need to lay down and sleep. Never heard of it. Forgot about that part. Sleep? Never heard of it. I don't do that very well. So I take a shower, I lay down, and I'm just in the bed just staring at the ceiling. Just staring at the back of my eyelids. Two hours goes by. Door opens. It's Chris Cruz. He's like, hey, man, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm great. Fantastic. Tremendous, even. He's like, yeah, it was a good show. We were partying, whatever, this and that. He's giving me a recap. He's like, all right, I'm going to crash for a little bit. All right, word. He lays down. Lights go out. I'm Now I'm sleeping next to him. Coincidentally, I'm sleeping. I'm sharing a bed with an Asian man when I could have done that two hours prior. I finally start to drift. And my phone rings. It's Axe. Which is the homie we're torn with. He's the, the bass player. He's the bass player, the guitarist, the DJ. He DJs for me anyway. He's part of the band. I look at the clock. It's like 3.30 in the morning. I'm like, oh shit. They're probably just still up partying and want me to come party with them or something. I answer the phone I'm like, yo, what up, bro? He's like, hey man, how you feeling? I'm like, I, you know, I felt better, felt worse. I'm good though. All is right in the universe. I'm thinking he's just going to check up on me before he goes to sleep. Now, mind you, I've been up for days, days and days. I've traveled very far. This man tells me, 
All right, bro. Well, we have to get to the airport, and uh, I figured you're the only person I can really depend on to help me gather all the baggages and transport everything to the airport. So the homie Yogi's going to let us use his van. Yogi's the big Hawaiian dude you may have seen in my in my uh, Instagram stories, the one who cracked my back. And if you haven't seen those, that probably sounds ridiculous, but you can see it on my Instagram. It's on there. Yogi sells meat for a living. And if that sounds hilarious, you have no idea. So he has a van I call it the Meatmobile. It's just full of meat, refrigerated meat. He drove to the venue and got drunk and left his van at the hotel. So he let us use his van to transport all the bags, whatever. Fast forward, no sleep. Pretty depressed, kind of sketched out from the strange night I had just experienced. And not three and a half hours after the Uber incident, I'm in Yogi's Meatmobile, driving all through Waikiki. I don't have my glasses on, my phone not working, so my GPS not working. I don't really know where I'm going. It's darker than the devil's dick. I can't see shit. I got a Meatmobile full of baggage, instruments and such. Get to the airport. Drop Axe off with the baggage. I go back to the airport. Still dark as the devil's dick. Can't see a motherfucking thing. I wake everyone up. We get an Uber. Not from the same guy, thank the Lord. And we go to the airport. I briefly explained to people what had happened. I was telling people the story. I was like, what the fuck? You know, it's a good story. We check in all of our bags. We fly to the big island. We go directly to the venue. We set up. We meet some nice people, go back to their house, take a little nap, and then we play a festival on the Big Island. And it was one of the dopest experiences ever. There's a video also on my Instagram of me rapping in front of like 4,000 people. That was that night. That was that show. That show was great. We did another show in Hilo. Uh, Then we flew to Maui, and we did a show there. My mom came to that show. My mom lives in Atlanta. You might not know this. My mom lives in Atlanta. She flew all the way to Maui. She loves Maui. But she flew there just to see my show. And I got her in. She made some friends. She was drinking wine or or whatever the fuck, rum and coke, whatever she likes to drink, probably both. And I can honestly say it was top three shows of my life. The crowd was incredible. They were very receptive. They loved me. I, I even posted on Instagram. I said, when, when, uh, when people like you, they buy you a beer. When Hawaiians like you, they buy you a Heineken. And I drank so many Heinekens. I'm on stage and people are just handing me Heinekens. At one point, I had like seven Heinekens at my feet. I'm still in the middle of the performance. I rapped. I sang. I told some jokes. I had them in the palm of my hands. And it was dope for my mom to witness that. I did a lot of audience participation. I sang a part and told them to sing after me. So I'd sing and then they'd sing it just like the whole room. I can't remember the capacity. It's like 500 people or something. Everyone's just singing exactly what I tell them to sing. It was fucking magical. And it's exactly what I needed after the shit show that was the Oahu show. I felt that one very deeply. And it was a spectacular moment in my life that I will never forget. So if you happen to have been there that night and contributed to the energy I'm talking about, I appreciate you with my bones. Thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me experience that and for letting my mother witness it. Like I said in the last episode, there's obviously a ton I could talk about uh, in terms of the Hawaii tour, and perhaps we'll 
touch on some of those in later episodes as we go as stories come up i'll uh, i'll tell you about some of them some of them are really scary some of them are really funny some of them are just fucking awesome but uh the point is my life is dope i do a lot of belly aching a lot of uh feeling sorry for myself from time to time as you've witnessed but i cannot deny that my life is definitely not without its extreme highs and I don't take a single one of them for granted. And I appreciate every single person in my life who has afforded me these opportunities. You know who you are. So that's the goddamn Hawaii story. Um, this is probably longer than I thought it was going to be. So I'm going to get out of here. Um, we got new episodes coming out. We're going to do a Christmas episode at the the studio. You, you'll see it when we do it. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate all the words of encouragement and support and shares and likes and subscriptions, all the patrons. Uh, I fuck with you a great deal. Thank you for fucking with me right back. Uh, Patreon.com slash OTWD for unreleased episodes, this and that. Get your stickers, get, get, uh, send questions, all that. Go there and act accordingly. Uh, GVDZ OKS on Instagram, OTWD podcast on Instagram. Uh, on the way down.net for the YouTube page, subscribe, all that kind of, uh, my voice is going might be AIDS. Just kidding. Um, yeah, that's all. We'll be back later. Uh, I love you, baby. We'll talk when we talk. I'm out. (laughs) 